Hey, so hey everybody, this is Petey from the Spin Rack. We also have Calvin Ellis ready to rock. So we're back at our what if reviews, and then we have a what if. What is this thing called? You sound really energetic about getting into it. So great. It's the best. Sorry. Apologies. It's not going to stay on for long. I just want to see. We have a name for this guy. Damn it. Oh, here it is. What if zombies? We just talked about zombies a second ago, right? So ultimately, this episode starts the same way. The same way. Um, excuse me. Starts the same way that um, Infinity War starts. So we see the villains. The what's his name? Bruce Banner doesn't think he has time. The Hulk doesn't want to come out, and rightfully so. The Avengers come in to help, but at the same time, everybody's gone. All the Avengers show up. They're already zombies. So since we already know the title is zombies, we get to see a Marvel zombie story. Since that's always a big buzz with the comic fans. It was a gag between the comic Marvel people that, um, you know, the no matter what, Marvel would continue to sell X amount of dollars. And then when even when DC had hot things going on, Marvel would still even sell them more. At some point, there were so much zombies that they didn't know what happened to George Perez when he went to DC. That's really a kind of hard sell, but there were some people that were interested in that. So that's where the idea of zombies came through. But then, of course, when you get to the 2000s, someone says, what if those that was real? Everything that was a gag or what if became real. And the zombies were, that's where Robert Kirkman, he did some early Marvel zombie stories. So we got an animated Marvel zombie story, right? And it just starts the way Infinity War starts. And then it goes down the line of the, the, the select few who are still alive. And of course, who's alive? You gotta, you you gotta keep basically all the characters that are gonna be in future films alive. But then you can kind of weed them down, as you would do any other zombie flick. So it's really the cross between the obviously the Dawn of the Dead and a little bit of um, what was it, Resident Evil? Because they always wind up on the train in Resident Evil. So we got a little bit of both in those sort of things. But this is a different type of zombie. They're taking the thing just like Zack uh, Zack Snyder's zombies. These zombies can use their weapons. And it's like, what part of the zombie game is that? <laughs> and like, you get to shoot arrows and utilize Tony Stark's armor. Like, what are you doing? Recharging the armor at the same time? Like, what's going on there? The whole idea, you're brain dead and you're just trying to kill people. But at the same time, I'm going to be flying around. I'm going to be throwing a shield. This is taking what Zack, what Zack Snyder did in his zombie, his, his recent zombie film, and taking it many steps further. So um, let's get to what you say before I go any further. What do you think about this one? Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, forget the Zach, uh, I'm gonna put the Zack Snyder stuff aside, even though his thing has totally warped what zombies are supposed to be at the end of the day. They're not supposed to be these high functioning creatures, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not supposed to have any memories of their previous lives, they're not supposed to be able to use a bow and arrow, none of that. But hey, they got to do something. Mm -hmm. You know, put you know, put that to aside. The, the whole idea of it, it 
totally throws out the idea of what the zombies are supposed to be scary for, the overwhelming presence of them, where they just keep coming. Eventually, you, you know, you, you're tired, you get worn down, they're all over, you can't get away from them. And the fact that even in defending yourself, the zombies could still win. Like you could you could successfully beat off a pack of zombies and then find out, oh no, you know, I got a bite or a scratch I didn't realize along those type of lines. It just didn't make a lot of it just didn't make a lot of what if sense, if you will. So you know, we, we bring back this, we bring back uh, Janet Van Dyne, she's got the verse, and somehow in the scores of 24 hours, it, it it goes that quickly. It just didn't make a lot of sense, one way or the other. I mean, there's like little pet peeves I have where they go and they bite cap. I was like, okay, <laughs> these guys showed up with these guys showed up and had no idea what the hell was going on. Well, that's in the zombie plot that hey, we showed up and someone jumps behind you, and that's basically how the thing happens. You you could see it even in the in the Walking Dead comic book. It'd be like dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. Oh, zombies behind us. <laughs> we can't escape. Oh, Lord, we're in trouble. You're like, oh, we got all these zombies over here. You know, let me come over here and, but you know, everything else covered up. Oh, no, he hit the one part of my body that was exposed, which then made me ask the question, well, then how did he get through T'Challa's armor? You know, rather his suit then. There's, there's no getting through that vibranium. That wouldn't have happened. Oh, no. Well, then... we, got some, we got something else coming down. The, we got something else coming down the line for that. But then you'll see stuff like where, uh, you know, Hope, you know, Hope Pym, uh, you know, expands herself to, you know, the giant size and this. I said, that should have been enough for just to kick a whole bunch of these dudes down and get, you know, and get through this whole thing at the end of the day. It just no, the way she turned into the fawns because in real life, if you grow, you then get slow and be useless. You'll be totally useless. They keep showing you that this is worse than Marvel doing the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Making them slow as molasses, whether how growing to that level would slow you down means that there's no point in ever growing ever again. They made it the most lamest thing you could do. And it shows you because you're too slow to wipe off these these zombies too. It's like shades of, um. You know, at least Starro didn't have any arms. Like they're just like, "Hey, I'm the I, I'm not gonna not gonna let them walk up to your mask." And then, of course, we know where the eyes are. Like we're gonna, we know what glasses. Yeah, because we have somehow we maintained intelligence, which defeats the whole purpose. Which defeats the whole purpose of these things at the end of the day. The whole, I mean, I used to, I have defended this for a long time, saying, "Look." I understand what you guys are trying to do when you make these people go to giant size. There's this whole perception thing that's supposed to happen. Same thing when you look and you see like these planes flying in the sky and they look like they're moving at this slow place and they're really moving five, 600 you know, miles an hour. Okay. But you know, in situations like that, especially with the close-ups, I was like, no, they would be moving at regular, if not faster speed. There was a, did you ever see this film, Jack the Giant Slayer? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you get the Giants moving closer to what those guys were moving at, those guys moved at pretty much a normal pace or speed for mm -hmm. a Giant. It wasn't this whole lumbering thing at the end of the day. So, you know, you do that, okay, fine. But otherwise, nah, it just didn't, it, for me, it just didn't work. It was another one of these stories where they were like, oh, this would be cool. Why don't we try this out? But we don't really have a story to tell with it. 
we don't want to adapt anything from the comics with it that would actually make sense. And the biggest thing that are supposed to be, I mean, it's a horror story at the end of the day when we're doing zombies. Yeah. The biggest thing that's supposed to be the draw to a horror story is that feeling of ultimate futility, that regardless of whatever you do, you know, you're just trapped. You're not going to be able to make it get out or you're doing 10 little Indians, you know, until they're none along those lines. And then we get to the end and I'm like, what the hell is Thanos doing here? And why in the hell would he be a zombie? <laughs> why, you know, at some point, what point did it, oh, he got nicked. You can't reverse the time. And <laughs> it's like the zombie effect has to be, it's like a, my my cousin used to joke about. Um, oh, and the whole fighting Scarlet Witch and somehow she's powerful enough to withstand his blows. Like, get out of here. Well, that part of the plot was really like having this robot that's in love, and I'm, I didn't have any problem with the, you know. That was that was fine. I thought that I goes along with the whole. That goes along with the more the sci-fi trope with the uh, you know look how science is going to undo us and you know you know we we you know we went too far you know the, the, along those type of lines. I didn't I, have to I, you know, this is one that the person that Thor sort of put together, like Thor saw it and said it had to happen. And then now it's like, you know, nah, she got affected. I gotta, I gotta find, I gotta, gotta keep sending her bodies. And just like, yeah. I kind of, that, that kind of took me off. Black he, Panther. Yeah, well, then it's like, well, we got, we, we have Chadwick Boseman. Let's just keep, uh, let's, let's use them again. But we can't use another Black, we can't use another. I don't know. It's uh, I think in, in that state in some of the statement they were trying to make in the passing of things. I don't. Know. But yeah, it's one of those things where it was like, and then you got corporate Spider Man. Of course, Spider Man can't get touched or hit because we need him at the end. The thing of hope, not hope herself being the hope of Spider Man. <laughs> it was just like, oh yeah. Um, how do you make it real? Keep Spider-Man in the end. Like they already showed that these guys can't bite through the Hulk skin. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there was that one point where you know they try to bite him, they're not able to bite through the Hulk skin. His skin is too strong. They can't bite. I was like, okay, so there's your answer right there. Get this guy out. Let him slap around everybody. There's no reason why Wanda should be able to withstand the Hulk strength. She wasn't able to withstand the rain fire, you know, in Endgame. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason why. She should be over there contending, but they decided to really, they really decided to amalgamate. Uh, not amalgamate. They really decided to uh, aggrandize her abilities a lot more since she's taken more status as a character. But you know, he should have just punched. You know, she should have put up the shield for dear life, <laughs> not to. I'm going to come over here and fight at the end of the day. But they're forgetting a lot of this stuff. As uh, well, these characters are taking over, so that's how that's going to be. Well, I mean, well, the, the classic one, you don't need much for her to, you know, keep the Hulk away, but then you want to have this, hey, wouldn't it be cool if they had a fight? Like that sort of thing. Like the, in her wheelhouse, stuff she could do to them would be, you know, interesting. But then to say, hey, we're going to go toe to toe. So with the comic? With the comic? Yeah, with the comic. But then they'd be using magic. And it would have to be her, you know, really thinking what things she could do. You know, like the uh, the immovable object and the irresistible force, that type of stuff, and see how you play at it. Because at the end of the, I don't know, for me at the end of the day, the Hulk would win. Because unless you're going to just you know, like put him on the other side of the planet, there's very few things you're going to be able to do to, to keep this guy from stop coming. Ugh, but you know, that would be if they were doing it along the comic lines. They are going to come over here and do Hollywood magic. Well, Hollywood magic is just hey, you know, makes you, you know, what? She's a magical being. She can do magic. Oh, she can do anything. 
until we decide until we decide that you can't, then she'll get knocked out by a pebble. So I mean, um, but this is at least a darker tone. The last couple have been a little bit darker, even though they had a little bit of hope flying off to um dark to strange. Yes, this uh, this is as this is as gray as gray could go. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. This is what if has been uh, uh what if for me it just been hit or miss? I didn't like the first episode, like the second episode, didn't like the third episode, like the fourth episode. We're on episode five, so I'm literally it's like every other week I like an episode. Well, how much more do we got to go? God only knows. I don't know. I haven't been paying that much attention to it. The sad thing is, somebody has to remind me that, oh, you know, did you see the latest episode of What If? I was like, huh? It came out? Oh, yeah, Wednesday. Mm. And that's uh, the, the same enthusiasm that I had for a lot of the TV. I think the high point for me was Falcon and Winter Soldier. That was the high point for me. Once we got to Loki, and Loki decided it was just going to be its own thing, and it was... The, the, the issue if I'm having for anything now is a lot of the Marvel stuff seems to be directed at like the merry marching, the merry Marvel marching society that I don't seem to be a part of because a lot of the stuff that they're throwing out there, they are throwing it out there for guys who are really vibing with it. And then for me, I'm like, well, I'm trying to check in for this. And they're like, no. And I'm like, I didn't check in for an Easter egg hunt. You know, I really wanted some, some entertainment value. But it's working for a lot of the other guys who are coming into it because they're like, hey, this is this, these are all like, you know, breadcrumbs, if you will. It's all connecting to something bigger and they're just really vibing off of it. So it's not something from it's not something that's going to be satisfactory for me. But I can't say that they don't know what they're doing because they're making a lot of other people happy with it. The other problem, of course, is that what if is animation and we're in the United States where everybody thinks animation is for kids. So who knows how many people are actually paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. So um, you got our half uh, less energetic review of what if. What if we had a little more fun with this and we do some different things? But I mean, we finally well, got us. Hmm? Do you know what the next one coming down the pike is? You already know? No, I don't know. No, I don't know what's next. I didn't know this one was it. I was at this comic show with um, the, like the first appearances of the Marvel zombies and such. Actually, that was funny. I, I remember seeing Shang-Chi and uh, I forgot who the assassin was. The guy with, who's dressed up in all blue with the mask mm -hmm. who trained Shang-Chi when he's a kid. Yeah. So, you know, I had a copy of the book. I had it up for sale. And then they just killed them in the movie, like like nondescript killed them. Just like that, killed them. If I had been in a movie theater with the book, I would have just thrown the book up in the air like, well, that's done. <laughs> that's how I felt about the zombies. I was just like, eh, okay, you know, that's done at the end of the day. You have a chance to do some really compelling storytelling at the end of the day. And then the other problem I have is I don't know if, is this, they're bringing the zombies in or are we going to see them again, in live action, which is always the pinnacle of any character's introduction, you know, you know that realization of the character. So who knows, maybe they'll, we'll see some other stuff, but the way that they're also playing it with the Marvel stuff is they really wanna keep it family friendly. So how dark can you go with the zombie thing? It's not gonna be Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. So I guess this might, you know, this might've been as far as they were gonna go. Yeah, that's, uh, 
Well, I'm, I'm, I'm dead set against taking these things and turning it into something that's going to pay off in this phase four, one of the movies. And I'm less liking any sort of connection to any of these movies because I think it's already been done to the hilt. And now you're going to be like trying to relive that where you kind of hear it. And there's some rumblings, you know, through things we're hearing around the board of what could happen. And, um, you know, obviously these gods things with the Eternals, but Ultimately, I think you need to get to a good story and not sort of rely, rely on stuff where it's, you know, oh, okay, this is zombies, but at the same time, we still need to have that. So basically, to kind of trademark the characters, have them use their, their weapons and all this stuff when it's just like, it's a zombie story. It's not, you know, it's good for the covers to kind of have them doing stuff. But then you really had to have them like um, with um, Black Town, where he kind of, the, the true zombie story, where someone's controlling the zombie rather than say, hey, this is, something happened. We don't know what happened. And um, it's just, <laughs> you know, we just, it's just bedlam now. It's all, we can't, we can't say anything. We don't know what to do. So, um, I guess that's it. Am I, any other thoughts? Any last thoughts? Uh, let's hope next. Well, let's hope they keep doing the every other week thing, and let's also hope I start paying closer attention, <laughs> so I'll know what the next one coming is. Let's hope that the next show is better. Yeah, I, I gave them some leeway on the first T'Challa one, but going forward, I'm kind of in. I don't know. I guess I haven't been with this stuff. We'll see what happens in the next sort of round of Marvel. Um, Spinarak out. <laughs>